Greetings Earthlings, welcome to the Mad Queen Show and welcome to the Cyberpunk 2077 community podcast. I can't believe that I believe that everything is working properly. Oh, doesn't even sound like my stream. Today we have a very special episode because it's episode number 77. Woo! We made it. <laughs> wow. We are here with the usual bunch, last known meal. Hello, hello, it's good to be here. Subsidian of the Triple S League. Hello, everybody. And the Neon Arcade. Yo, how's it going? And apart from the Gang of Four, today we have a very special guest, Legacy Killer. Hello. It's good to be here, talking everything that happened with uh, Night City War Episode 3. So, what did you think, general terms, of the Night City Wire Episode 3? I go for you everybody, go. or you're the guest. You just <laughs> okay. I mean, if anybody watched my, I thought it was probably the best presentation that we've seen of Cyberpunk 2077 thus far. I mean, just how massive this world is and the scope of it. It really just <clears throat> builds the anticipation for uh, November 19th. Mm, definitely, and the best thing is like they they haven't even shown everything they showed watson they showed a bit of santo domingo if i'm not wrong they showed haywood a bit and then mm -hmm. uh, that last shot when they just pan up towards nice city i was like my god yeah i was gonna say my favorite cold. my favorite part was city center for sure just yeah. so i thought it was and... well then there's also the website which i was on stream i was like that heck, is that a website a real website and it was <laughs> nightcity.love <laughs> i like that <laughs> I am the only person here that liked like the past one better. <laughs> I mean, I loved really? it. Wow! Yes, because well, I mean, I loved I loved especially when they showed when they showed the medias because it's a character class that they never showed before. But I seeing the street kid life path on past wire that that was a peak. It is going to be difficult that for me anything surpasses that. Obviously, I'm not implying that the last one was bad. Obviously not. It was great. But, you know, the, the Street Kid life path, it was like, oh, oh, this is the most cyberpunk thing that I've seen so far. Well, specifically with the gangs trailer, I thought it was really cool that they had, like, different voice lines for each gang, just each mention of them in there. Like, we don't know who any of these characters are, but I thought it was just a neat little touch. Like, we heard Johnny give his comments or his thoughts on a couple of them. Like, I believe the Voodoo Boys and a couple of other unknown uh, NPCs. So, uh, just a nice little touch, I thought. Mm -hmm. Yeah. True. Well, True. I was expecting them to introduce gangs that they didn't talk about yet. Yeah, keeping it, uh, I guess, secretive. That's probably for the best. But well, I, I'm uh, kind of thinking... Sorry. I'm kind of thinking that as far as the major um, gangs go with the, like, you know, multiple quests interaction, like the notable ones, I think this might be it uh, as far as that goes. The I suspect that there'll be um, quite a number of minor gangs mm -hmm. or gangs that are major but are just not present at the time. You know, they're either off doing something else or they've been, they've retreated from, um, you know, yeah. the city and that they're going to end up coming back um, because I, I, I'm positive we're going to get a gang centric uh, with new gangs expansion or double DLCs exactly what I was thinking mm -hmm. uh, I think that we'll see maybe a tease at some of the maybe some returning gangs I think you guys have an idea of one or two that we may see but 
I think we'll see a little tease, and then some of this will be expanded, like you said, in future DLC expansions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because this gonna is just... those. They're going to well, mention I... those before yeah. launch, right? But that's probably yep. going to be an element of one of the Night City Wars is is the future expansions. So yep. they can definitely present it in that form. Well, how many mm-hmm. more Night City Wars do you guys think? I think we're going to have maybe two more. I, well, I before before we, we jump yeah. to that to that subject, one thing we are missing three gunks in the last presentation. One is the bozos. Everybody's expecting the bozos. If the bozos That's are not in the game, it's going to be a riot. Second, this well, is the one. The bozos are the are the major, the biggest gang on my top of the list for being not present in the base game, but being a central focus to an expansion. Because yep. they just there's just too much there to mm-hmm. throw away by throwing them into the base game as just a a kind of like a, a light touch uh, gang inclusion. I think that they. I think that, given the events that'll happen in the game itself, this will open the door for new gangs and older gangs to come back, and that that'll be the focus of the uh, the the an expansion. I mean, like I can see like yeah. they're being sorry for interrupting, but I think there's going to be like one maybe a minor quest <clears throat> maybe with the bozos, maybe getting them introduced in people's minds and like hey what's going on with them, and then obviously later on maybe this will be during Night City Wire episode five a couple days before launch where they're like yeah this gang is going to be expanded upon, or maybe yeah. this is just a big secret they're holding on to and there's more to it than they're showing right now because there's a lot of stuff that they've admitted that they're they're not saying. And that's probably I mean, for the best. I mean, they did that with Blood and Wine for The Witcher, right? It all revolved around vampires. Yeah. So why why couldn't yeah. an expansion revolve around the bozos, right? You know what's possible, actually, just to have them as random encounters in base game, just, you know, somewhere. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, okay, who are these guys? And then, mm-hmm. as um, Sib said, and also as Legacy said, they expand upon them later, maybe, in an expansion. Because they could work, their story could work for an expansion, just because of the craziness they, they have. <laughs> and then yeah. the second the second gang that I'm missing is that mysterious gang that we could see on past uh, Night City Wire that had they their faces cover in some sort of <laughs> LCD screen with the eyes and mouth painted. We don't know who they are yet. Well, well some I people still have, think they're scavs. Some people have said they think that's the bozos. Some people mm-hmm. think that's more of a modern because we obviously have seen some of the older gangs from uh the Cyberpunk 2020, they've evolved. Like the Voodoo Boys, they're not who they were 57 years before such. So I don't, there's just a lot of, uh, I guess, assumptions and predictions right now. It's hard to say who they are. Like I've seen, obviously, you think that there's somebody else. And then now Neon says that he thinks that maybe the scavengers. But uh, mm-hmm. that's that's definitely something that they're teasing at. We just, I, I don't know. And then we I also have like- the Brainiacs that were shown in the first trailer, in the 2018 yes. trailer. Yes, I want to know more about them. Mm. Please. We didn't hear more about the Brainiacs. <laughs> and then last but not least, the, the Steel Dragons were hinted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And that, uh, was it, was that concept art or official that artwork post- that was released? Official art, uh, uh, yeah, official exactly. artwork. Poster. See, I'm, I'm expecting, like, to go down to, like, one of their zones and find, like, you know, one of the main buildings where they hang out at. And it's just this, it's, it's in lockdown and you just walk up and you press the little buzzer thingy and you know, it's like some intercom and a guy's like, go away. And you just keep on annoying him over and over and over again. And then in the later expansion, that's where they come out of or like uh, where, where the new hub is. It's like, that would be, that would be kind of funny. 
I'd like to answer a question in the comments. Healthy Paranoia mm -hmm. said the Julia are the mimes performing art artist gang. It's funny because the Moxes, I see them as an evolution of the Juilliard. Because oh, but first they operate the the exact same thing. It's just that instead of artists, they are sex workers, but also it's people that works on the streets and are unprotected. So yes, I believe it's like in my personal head canon, the Moxes are actually the Juilliard. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But you know what I didn't understand from this trailer, and I think that you can answer that, Mad Queen. Why are Aldelcados gang? Why were they presented as a gang? A well, I, I believe that they meant factions. Mm. Because uh, the 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 nom in the nomads, the the wraiths are a gang, are a gang of the Ruffin, yeah. but the Aldelcados are not yeah. a gang, but they are a faction. Hmm. Oh. Okay. Okay. So I guess that the word gang is more better for marketing than, than factions. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, true, true. That makes sense. Still dragons are there, but they are on the poster you can buy from the Tiger Claws. Well, I believe that we already saw that uh, Yorinawa Arasaka is going to be an important character in the plot. This is something yes. that has already been revealed. So if Yorinawa Arasaka is important, I believe that the still dragons are going also to be there. And I'm pretty sure that we didn't see all of the gangs. Not only no not only about the size, for instance, when we were shown Pacifica that was there was uh graffitis that looked like all the gangs. One of them looked like the Black Queens, if not an evolution of the Black Queens. And um in Pacifica, two gangs only in Pacifica, it's a very small number. So I don't believe the they are done with the gangs yet. Damn. We didn't even see the scavs, really, right, in that trailer? I mean, they're the, they're the biggest, technically, gang in, in Night City. They're Probably like the, the most typical... But... They may not... It doesn't sound like they're going to have, I mean, too much of a narrative role. It seems like. It seems like they're more of your typical raider gang that fill up sure, all yeah. parts of the open world. So... Mob. Yeah. Trash, Makes sense. Mob, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, just uh, even in the world book, even in the world book, it doesn't seem like there's all that much there, or maybe there is. And again, this is just something that they're not uh, telling us about yet. Well, the world book came out before the game. It was supposed to come out like a couple of days mm -hmm. before release, but came out a lot earlier than release. And if it, it contained more, it would have been a huge spoiler. And also, it's good that Cyberpunk Red is is has been delayed, because it also cont contains a lot of spoilers about characters that we are rooting to know about. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Damn. Maybe we'll learn about Takamura. Yeah, Takamura, <laughs> Takamura. He was oh. he was the um, he was the uh, mentor of uh, Oda. Yes. Yeah. Michiko Arasaka's personal bodyguard. That's going to be a very interesting character. He was in the night in the Night City Wire Three, by the way. I, I know. I, I nerded out a little bit. I was like, "There he is! Finally, <laughs> we finally have a face to all of these, uh, uh, I guess, merchandise that we keep seeing him on and mentions of him." It's mm -hmm. <laughs> so, like, who is this guy? Well, he seems like he's friendly with the player, with the character. Yeah, 
It doesn't seem like he's one of your enemies unless he betrays you inevitably. Well, it seems like he has some... He obviously sounds like he has some link to Arasaka and something maybe have happened between them and now he's learned his lessons and maybe he's trying to teach those lessons to V. Uh, This is too little to go on so far, but... Mm-hmm. Definitely seems like more of a mentor character-ish, maybe. I'm watching well, this I, age I really, really poorly. I agree. This is uh, The mentor character is super noir. And uh, Johnny Silverhand, I don't think that he's going to be a lot of a mentor. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Saburo in disguise. <laughs> Imagine that. He swapped his oh body. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and he's just trying I'm to imagine. see like, who's after him. <laughs> Oda, I'm just hoping that we, al- that we please, don't al- have... allow me allow me to make an intermission here. Ryan says, "Oda isn't Michiko's bodyguard. Kenichi is. Kenichi was Michiko's bodyguard. Was." Yeah, I'm just hoping we don't have any. Um, and in fact, if one of the theories is that Takemura is actually Kenichi, one of the plenty of theories, which I I have no proof about it. I mean, this is a theory, but this is one of them. Hmm. It's actually uh, not that one. Isn't he assigned to Hanako? No, Michiko. Michiko, okay. But I thought it said Hanako on the on the sheet. Yeah, it says Hanako. Right yeah, it does. It, say, it says Hanako Arasaka. Yep. Where does it say Hanako Arasaka? On the t-shirt. The one, yeah, I can. RC Moment had that t-shirt, remember? With Oda on it, and it has a little blurb in the background that you can barely see, but you can make out some of the words. Let me yeah. see if I have it. Oda is the like, cyber ninja, I guess, and Hanako, the, the, the devoted bodyguard. It says Hanako. Oh, I thought, I thought he was Michiko's bodyguard. Oh, that makes more sense. That makes more sense. Mm. What well, is more than Black Just so long as the story doesn't take us down a path where we're sitting there as the player rolling our eyes going, Ah, curse your sudden but inevitable betrayal. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, th- I do think one th- one thing I think is going to be happening is that one of the characters that we're introduced to is going to turn out to be somebody who's a lot more important and known in the cyberpunk universe. I think that's kind of like an easy prediction to make. It's just like maybe Takamura, maybe there is more to him than we know. But uh, Well, the truth is that Cyberpunk 2077 sounds a little bit like the story of Johnny Silverhand. Mm-hmm. Because we've seen in the past wire, we've seen scenes of 2013, we've seen the start of the Asaka riot with... Uh, Johnny mm-hmm. Silverhand and yeah. Cunningham in the Hammer, <coughs> the, the, which is the, the start of the of the Rasaka riot, and uh, I believe this is this was one of my plenty theories, but I believe that uh, Johnny Silverhand is going to discover his own history in the game. Apart from that, there's <coughs> excuse me, there's a very um, a very funny thing about uh, about Arasaka in Night City, because after the Metal Wars, when they will, were allowed to build their tower in the city center, they build it in the exact same place where the twin towers were. So there are two funny things about it. Before the twin towers, they had the Arasaka complex that was destroyed by Johnny Silverhand, well, by his fans. Then when the Arasaka complex was destroyed, they built the twin towers, which was destroyed by Johnny Silverhand and his Militech strike team. And then they built another tower in the same place. Who's going to destroy the tower? And then <laughs> the second funny thing is that uh, when the mini nuke detonated in the in the floor 120 of the Asaka towers, um, 
the government of the states blamed Ada Sakan, said that they detonated a denial mini-nuke. And the funny thing is that this wasn't true, but this denial mini-nuke existed. It was buried in the foundations. In the foundations that Saburo Arasaka wanted to build the new Arasaka Tower in Night City, because it's built in 2077 using the exact same foundations of the Twin Towers that were destroyed in 2023. So is the bump mm -hmm. still there? Mm. Well, they did a lot of uh, they did a lot of cleaning out. It's got to be well. I mean, if nobody's pulled it out, then of course yeah. it's still there. There were two people who knew about it. One is dead. One died shortly after the towers fell, which was Saburo's son Kei. And the other one is Saburo. Apparently there's no one else knew about it. And if the foundations <clears throat> and if the foundations are still there, and nobody touched it. Mm. But didn't Mike say that someone's in possession of it in, in red? He said that nobody knows what happened to the bomb. Is that what he said? I feel like I remember a Reddit post where he said someone someone's in possession of it. <clears throat> I'll have to find it, but... How does that story continue? <clears throat> Damn, that would be... Well, history repeating itself, in a sense. Well, that's the funny mm. thing, because... Uh, because Cyberpunk 2077 is somehow a soft reboot of Cyberpunk 2020. Ah. Well, thinking about it, we got a lot of the main players returning anyway, like... Uh, Johnny... Maybe Saburo, Yorinobu, it seems like Hanako. Uh, maybe Morgan uh, Blackhand, maybe. Mm. Well, if, if we I have Adam Smasher, we need to have Morgan. Adam Smasher, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So my, I guess the point I'm just making is that a lot of the big players that were present in the events of uh, uh, Cyberpunk 2020 are still alive or back in some way. And uh, Rogue, we also saw Rogue. Rogue, rogue. Uh, who else? I'm, I forget. Uh, Johnny Silverhand's girlfriend, ex-girlfriend. Lost the train of thought. Rogue yeah, was exactly. also was also his ex-girlfriend. <laughs> Seems like Alt's going to have a significant role. So, mm. Rage, there, was, there was also a scene with Alt in the uh, in one of the trailers. Did you guys catch that? Do you mean the one that Johnny's drinking? Silverhand had like blood on his hand, and he's like taking a drink, but you can see a blonde woman in the background. That was. Uh, wait, are you talking? I think you. I think you're, uh, that was, uh, one of those, uh, uh, trying to find the nice way of saying it. I think that's somebody yeah. getting something, if yeah, you know you what think. I mean. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's all doing that, um, but I could be, I don't know. Well, I mean, uh, it is. Wink, wink, if you, if you don't know what I'm referring to. Because he was drinking alcohol, and it's unclear if that was blood or a tattoo or something. And it looked like there was a head down on his crotch. That's the best way to put it. <laughs> I don't think that's all, though. So, Well, you know, sometimes you just have to... You have a, a, a just was an emergency, shoe, and somebody shoe. has to come, you know, and, and sew the, the, the thing. Maybe he has those knows? Velcro shoes, and he can get it together, you know? Yeah. yeah, because I remember pausing. I was like, wait, there's a blonde. I was like, oh, that's... Okay, I know. Okay. <laughs> oh, God. How do we stream this? Exactly. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> I, I don't know what you're talking about. We're, t we're clearly talking about a, a tailoring emergency. That you hire a tailor to come and fix. <clears throat> there's no there's no shady business going on here. None, none, none whatsoever. None whatsoever. <laughs> oh, boy. 
And but yeah, yeah, were, we, we yeah. all saw that. We all saw that scene. That scene. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought you were referring uh, Neon to that uh, in the gang's trailer during the the Voodoo Boys. I think there's a little bit more shots of that uh, Data Fortress. There was one, and then in the other, I'm not sure, but someone was uh, sitting uh, next to Bridget. Um, um, in the net or outside? I no, in the net or whatever that thing was. I'm not sure if that was. I'll have the to net. take another look. Yeah. Wait, what's, to what, what's, in the, what's in the you mean? I just I don't know what you mean right now. Uh, in the ga- yeah, yeah, the gang's trailer when the Voodoo Boys section starts up, right? Yeah. He says he saw something. Somebody who's sitting by Bridget. I'm unclear. Wait, wasn't it the brain dance? Not sure. Not sure if, if I know what you mean, but wasn't it? It looked like brain dance. Uh, I'll send you the image uh, right now. Let me see if I can find it. Does it have like a yellow tinge to it, which is kind of weird for the net because it's like usually blue? Uh... It's like that first that first frame after they introduced the Voodoo Boys. Maybe because I found that kind of weird as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Put it on Discord. Now I don't know what. Regardless, one thing I did find from that trailer that I thought was pretty cool is just seeing the design of the uh, Max Tech uh, crew. One of the, I guess, soldiers, if you want to call them that, or officer. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but uh, they looked very, very. The design looks so. I, don't, I really liked it. Yeah, they're very true to their 2013 design as well. Well, yeah, that's what that's. We saw like a photo or something, or it was a gameplay image that was released a couple of weeks back, but it didn't really give us a great view at one of them. But now we got to see the full design, and it definitely mirrors that, uh, I guess, that 2013 teaser and even some of the other older designs from uh, the uh, tabletop. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um... Oh, this scene? Yeah, I'm 205? Gonna, I'm going to put it in the 205. Yeah. 205 yeah, and then it later continues at 207 and i think this is uh what's her name that uh, from the previous night city wire uh the, the blue hair one jacqueline evelyn evelyn, sorry. evelyn parker evelyn. oh yes yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah. might be right this might be the brain yeah because it's got this yellowish tinge right that oh has... yeah i see what you're talking about i have but it in full i i would say then. i would say it's brain nuts because mm-hmm. the texture is yeah. different to what we saw yeah and then on after that, there is one more which is definitely inside the net because it's Brigitte showing something to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but this, that's not that's well that's that's the that what we saw the uh, BBS of the Voodoo Boys. Mm-hmm. And the I don't know if people hole. who are watching, if people are listening, can even understand what we're trying to say. But pretty much, <laughs> there's a couple oh, of like glimpses during the gang's trailer, the Voodoo Boys section that it shows parts of the net. There's not much here, like you see it. I do see in one, like at 205 in the gang's trailer, you can see a woman with blue hair. Maybe that's Evelyn Parker. Maybe that's somebody else. I mean, blue hair is not exactly uncommon in Night City. So, <laughs> and then at 207, you see Bridget looking at some type of structure, and maybe in the net. It's yeah. just it only shows for a blink second, so it's really hard to make an opinion on what's actually being shown. True. I just want to see the net already, to be honest. <laughs> Maybe that'll be next. I mean, we still have two more episodes, so... Yeah. Like, the, like, the I last... feel like they would save that. I feel like they'd really save that. It's well, like a big, bombastic moment in the story, right? Mm-hmm. Game Something Informer had an interview with... Uh, I forget what designer it was, but they were being very... They said that they just could not talk about much about cyberspace at all. Even mm-hmm. what they did reveal, it was pretty much just like, yeah, this is going to be something that's in the game. 
Mm-hmm. It's for story mainly. That's that's pretty much what they said. So, not really much to go off on, uh, other than that it's story connected and they're it's, that that's about it. Mm-hmm. Well, it's going to be very interesting to see because well, obviously we're going to get there to meet Al Cunningham and also to meet the artificial intelligences that live there. And uh, I, as a lot of combat programs, self-aware combat programs were made a little violent due to the rabbits virus. I'm wondering if uh, we will have we will have some combat in the net because well we want if uh, the net is only for story I don't believe that we can upgrade perks of net running but the real net net running not the, the crystal jocking that is called net running hacking or whatever but the real mm-hmm. net running of the net uh, it doesn't seem that we will be able to upload perks to uh, upgrade perks in that category. So I don't know what will happen inside the net. Exactly for story purposes, what does that mean? Yes, we're going to find characters there, we're going to have dialogues in there, but are we going to have combat there? Mm -hmm. I mean, for now, they just... We're not going to know, but uh, I do kind of hope that we have two more, probably, probably, two more episodes of Night City Wire. We're probably going to see, I'm guessing, maybe a corporations focused episode or something yeah. and then maybe cyberspace is something that they're discussed that's discussed maybe not uh i feel I'm trying like to-, they have to i feel like they have to show crafting at some point we've seen like literally true nothing about crafting. Yeah, yeah the user yeah. interface going over some of the uh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. because I they did show because everybody's saying has seen it uh facelift it seems like a lot of the menus so be interesting to see what has because we still don't we haven't had a new look at what the skill tree looks like i mean we have like some analysis from from other outlets and such but uh seeing what it has transformed into seeing how crafting works that kind of does seem like the obvious next step i'm just mm-hmm. curious if we're going to see some of the other elements because brain dance has already been discussed gangs uh music is still coming Music is still coming. The soundtrack's probably going to be next. I mean, each episode is probably, what, 20, 20 minutes, 20, 25? So it's not mm-hmm. like they're going to be crammed with mu- too many more trailers. Like, the last episode's probably going to have details on post-launch expansion stuff. And then maybe some other... I'm, I'm just trying to figure in my head how much is left to go. And I I don't know. Well, they I, might show character Cyber's- creator as well. A yeah. lot of people want to see that and... and- I, I can't imagine that being too spoilery, right? So that's something. Yeah, I think that's what they're focused. It's going to be showing as much as they can, but also showing as little as they. You sure. Know, yeah. Can. Yeah. Cybernetics, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Cyberware focus. Because mm-hmm. we we know like what we can get. We know like what form of weapons we can have, but just maybe well, cosmetic we, ones, you know. Just you know. I think they may have already finished that with the. Uh, was weapons. it the first or second yeah. Night City? Second. Yeah, the weapons. They may just leave it at that. Mm. But like, I see a lot of people like thinking that the cyberware that's been shown, that's it. I, there's a lot more that's not been shown. I think that may just be on purpose mm-hmm. for us to, you know, discover yeah. it on our own. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Not only the cyberware, also the modifications of cyberware. Blank, exactly. thank you very that's... much for your support. Please click that like button. It shows YouTube that you appreciate this content, and also it helps the channel grow. Going back to the modification, <clears throat> excuse me, we could see this Arasaka guy that had these oh, mantis plates in red, yeah. like Simon Fire. Say that. Yeah, that looks awesome. <laughs> That's at uh, three thirteen in the gang's trailer for for chat as well. So if, oh yeah, this is just a little one. a little funny one, but um, 
they said we couldn't dual wield, but you know, technically, he can. If walking into the strip club, we can two hands of uh, shots, double fist, mm-hmm. double fist, one of, <clears throat> Technically, we can dual wield. Just, uh, just, just <laughs> alcohol. Just alcohol. <laughs> Having a good time at a. That, I found that so funny. V's just walking over like probably a drunken idiot. He's just like, yeah. Hey, you're, in the you're, moment. You're, you're, you're so pretty. You're so pretty up there. You're, you're, share a shot with me. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Can't so tell you that, how many uh, times. Do you think that Ninja is just one of a kind or is that basically just one assassin? Well, it looks like he's got like all Arasaka equipment, right? And mm-hmm. Tiger Claws are pretty much in bed with Arasaka, so... Mm-hmm. Well, it's not um, equipment. He has the Arasaka logo in his forehead. Yeah, on, on his... Yeah. yeah. On the mask, yeah. Mm-hmm. Some things forward. haven't changed yeah. from the tabletop. <laughs> I think that's Arasaka, like, straight from Arasaka, because mm. that ninja guy was attacking someone that was close to us for some reason, so... I don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even the driving in that scene, in that specific section, in the Tiger Claw section, looks way better. Mm-hmm. Like the, the dude on the bike. Oh, it's, yeah. I didn't really notice good. that. Much well, it's also, we've only seen like one one view of V, which is kind of. I don't know. This looks like a different, like, customized, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. The, the, it just. I thought it looked a lot better. I thought all of this looked a lot better than what's. um. Uh, that's why I think this is probably the best presentation thus far. Obviously, mm-hmm. though, differing opinions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we, we've seen progress. Especially with Melee, like those little snippets where they use the knife. I, I like that. Yeah, that I was, was going to cool. say, I feel like me- Melee is still something that they need to work on. Like, even in this one, it was a little bit better, but it's still not mm-hmm. quite there. Yeah. Oh. Well, I, I, to be completely honest, the, uh, I was so impressed by this ninja with the Mantis Blades that were on fire that I didn't, I didn't pay attention to the rest of Malus. <laughs> Though he does look extremely intimidating. I mean, hell of yeah. a design. Fast. Mm-hmm. But it looks like V was in that footage was trying to put a wire or something into someone. And- yeah. Looks like he's I showing someone from behind, like in the maybe in the deep dive when you when you use that guy as a meat shield. It kind of looks like that similar scenario. Or maybe he was either sneaking up on the guy, and then he got attacked because that mm. guy was protected, or he was actually trying to protect that guy, and then the ninja guy attacked to kill him. Mm-hmm. That looks like a scenario. I don't know. Kalenko, thank you very much for your support. It's September 20th and we're having the 77th podcast. Good times. Yes, we will cal- we were cal- calculating to have the 2077, I, sorry, the, tw- the, the 77th podcast closer to release, but it got delayed again. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Would have been out three days ago. <laughs> yeah. I think well, we're, we're 60 days away now from release. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. And then reviewers will get access probably in about four weeks or five. Pretty close. Yep. Jesus. Insane. Well, it feels surreal, to be honest, talking about a game for four years and then it's finally coming. <laughs> right? I know that feeling. I know that feeling. Imagine that the game is bad. Well, that's what people say. A lot of uh, comments like before with Red Dead Redemption 2, a game I covered a lot. It was always like, this game's overhyped. It's not going to be as good. And it turned out to be pretty 
freaking phenomenal in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but we and would kill Steve- ourselves if the game is bad. Please don't make a bad game. <laughs> no, I seriously, uh, doubt, I seriously doubt that it's bad. But we've been talking for so long for the game that it's like it's it's becoming true. I mean, the only way that this could be bad if it is if the story and the side quests are just not well written. Because everything else looks like, from a physical standpoint, from looking at the trailers, the exploration looks incredible. The the characters, they look incredible. Like. There's going to be some things, it's not going to be a perfect game, of course, but... Well, yeah, every like, game has flaws and things that mm-hmm. don't, um... That aren't phenomenally well done. Mm-hmm. Like, I think the one criticism that I have seen from this footage has been facial animations. That's what some people have been complaining okay. about. Which, yeah. um... I, there's not enough moments where you see characters up close in front of you having a conversation yet, so I can't really, again, form a, an opinion on that, but I can understand some of the concerns with that. And also, we've obviously had the lingering concern about Melee, and that's something that CDPR themselves have acknowledged. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and the game the game being shorter than The Witcher, there has been uh, different responses to that. I know plenty of people that consider The Witcher oh, to be too long. <sighs> yeah, that's actually every game has that complaint though. I mean, I was I had posted something on Twitter about this, and there's just so many different perspectives. People like, no, I thought The Witcher was perfectly paced, and then some people saying, no, I found it boring and I quit after 40 hours, and then it just wide array of opinions. So, and, mm-hmm. yeah. Sweet. Well, uh, actually, the game how how long is the game? What well, it depends because it, it, it if it has a lot of replay, replayability. It's not just how long one gameplay is. Exactly. That's the. Yeah. I think that's the thing people miss, don't understand about this is that the replay value is huge with this. Like, isn't there? If I remember correctly, there's faction. Well, not faction, but life path specific quests and stuff like that, which will put an increase on people. You know, playing yeah. as a corporal maybe the first time, and then going back through it as a nomad. And that's something that CDPR has been stressing for a long time. Is that there's these life paths really. Are distinctly different and the way that you can go about creating your class or how you you know set up your skills and whatnot yeah, uh, whether I that be a solo or whatever i think even alana pierce recently uh reconfirmed that because she's that's the new what nomad exactly character. yeah i was, I was watching exclusive. her announcement mm-hmm, yeah so she's exclusive to the nomad life path so just going back to the replayability element that's exactly what I was actually uh, trying to... Uh, I wasn't sure if that was something that was mentioned before or not, but I found that striking. I was like, mm-hmm. so there is uh, life path specific quest lines that we'll only be able to access or mm-hmm. maybe that's something that CDPR will have to give us more clarification on because I'm not 100% if that was... Uh, mm-hmm. if that's that... true or not, or maybe is there yeah. something different with the well, other life? She's not in the prologue, is she? No, she's a part. She said she was part of the Nomad Life Path. I didn't catch the rest of most of the rest of the video, but I remember that's what I remember distinctly that she said. I was like, oh, that's interesting. So, what does that mean for the Corpo? Will we have like maybe? I mean, that makes sense technically. If we're a Corpo, we'd probably only be able to have quests with certain people because we're Corpo. Mm -hmm. And then the same thing with a Street Kid, maybe a a mission or a quest with uh, certain uh, Valentino gang members or such that. Well, when we had Miles on here, he he was mentioning that in The Witcher, he got to the stage of development where he knew the ins and outs of the entire game. But with Cyberpunk, he's like discovering something new and he's he's working on the game. Like he discovers something new like every time he's, you know, in, in, working on the game or in the studio or whatever. Um, obviously well, one not of in the, the studio, but it's just crazy to think. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. I thought it was... Um... 
I'm sure some of you watched the uh, the post uh, interview with Alana Pierce and Patrick Mills, I believe it was, and a co- another streamer or two. Mm-hmm. I thought it was interesting that they confirmed that there is another mini game that is the scope or the size of Gwent, but they're not talking at all about it. I think this is something that I, I remember Mad Queen and Triple uh, S a long time ago saying that this was something that was going to happen, but. Um, yeah, they've uh, been very silent on what this may or may not look like. Uh, Bold, it's, it's always an interesting idea under, under uh, you know, business perspective to create a spin-off, to create a minigame that then you can create a spin-off of. Because I'm sure that went goes very well, commercially speaking. So yeah, it's a spin-off of The Witcher. And they they well, invented they invented went since uh, in the books is only mentioned that the people played played went but uh, it's not mentioned what is went exactly. Well, that's the thing. From all the mini games that we've seen, I'm just trying to think what could be as big as went. Like they said, it there's not going to be a game like went. So it sounds like there's not going to be a reskin of it in Cyberpunk. But what else a, could there? Or maybe I'm wrong. A, there was a screenshot of two NPCs playing Moncala. Yeah, I saw that, I doubt, but I don't I think that's, that's big, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's what I that's why I was I saw that, but I was thinking that's probably not big enough to be something that yeah. could fill up hours and hours of just people playing that nonstop. Because mm-hmm. I think CDPR has realized that's one way that you catch people putting a game within a game that people just are addicted to. Mm-hmm. Put the mm-hmm. Witcher Three in it. <laughs> you know, <it's> like... <laughs> Manic Mansion style. <laughs> so so in the end they do have a game a mini game which is gonna be as big but it not seems well. I, I i have the inner yeah. i think i have the clip i wish i could play it on yeah, the speakers yeah. but no he did say, well, did say yeah. he said something along the lines he said that yeah we're just not talking about because mm-hmm. i think alana pierce asked like is there going to be gwent in cyberpunk 2077 or something similar to it and then patrick mills responded with something along the lines of like yeah, there is something, but we're just not talking about it. We mm-hmm. don't want to. We want to keep it as a secret. So I was yeah. like, "Oh, that's yeah. interesting," because I believe previously in another interview, this may have been a year or two back, but they said the opposite. They said that there wouldn't be a game like Gwent, but there's different ways to read that. You could be like, "Yeah, of course, there's not going to be a reskin of it, and Gwent's yeah. not going to directly be put into it, but a mini game with lots of effort and time and something that we can fool around with for a long time in Night City." Yeah. Uh, that seems like that's going to be happening. The way for, I for people that is, uh, that... me to interrupt you because uh, this question has appeared uh, several times. For people that is asking where to find this in- uh, interview with Patrick Mills, um, when we watched here on my channel the stream of the Night City Wire, after watching the Wire, we went to stream the interview, so you will find it in the stream of the Wire. Yeah, it's um, if if you need the direct link, it's on. Um, Twitch, Twitch Gaming. That's yeah. the Twitch channel, Twitch Gaming, mm-hmm. and it's on one of their uh, videos. It's only like a thirty-minute interview, but it's still very informative and whatnot. It was a little pity that most questions were things that we already knew. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the thing with a lot of the interviews that I'm seeing now from a lot of outlets and what. It's just kind of repeats of things we've heard before, like how do gangs work. Uh, vehicles there's no customization but how are how are we gonna have different you know you know what i mean by that mm-hmm. meanwhile here the salt effect cyberware <laughs> 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 uh, 
But I did see on one of the new images that was shown on nightcity.love, I saw that we got our first uh, look at acid rain in Pacifica. I thought that was pretty cool. The skies turned to like, uh, I guess, a disgusting yellow, which maybe not too different from what California looks like right now. But I mean, <laughs> I thought that was pretty cool. And then the weather effects. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, the I thought they looked great. phenomenally well. Mm-hmm. Like when V's facing off with the scavs or driving their van by, I think that may just be from that the same mission from that E3 2018 gameplay, uh, uh, mm-hmm. one of the first parts of the missions. But I thought it was really cool just seeing the different um, weather effects that are in the game and how it is when we're driving by. And mm-hmm. I don't know, I just thought it's it was kinda, really cool. It's kind of crazy how different that scene looks. And that's just kind of a testament to how different the game looks in general. It's really, uh, I mean, I thought in 2018 it looked amazing. Mm. right but it's just layered in so much more detail now it's just kind of crazy to think about i think people have been saying it's a remaster of their own game it's kind of true <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's not even out yet well i think people like i then i see some people saying like you oh, know it looks worse i'm like what are you talking about no way. the no world way is go. so much more detailed uh i believe that i believe was rtx enabled on there or was I'm not sure. It's tricky. But it, either way, it looks like all the uh, the effects, everything looked a lot more. Mm-hmm. It looked a lot better. Let's yeah. just say that. I think people then, it is a change in art direction for like a downgrade, right? Because like there's there's different. Like the, the well, there's more buildings too. Even like even that Night too, City yeah. has been expanded upon. Like then somebody was like, I saw some complaints. Like wait, well, there's no billboards now. Giant. I'm like, no, but there's more buildings. There's more detail. You can yeah. see that right below. But mm-hmm. it's kind of got uh, this more rusted, rusted overlook mm-hmm. instead of just being like kind of clean cut. I don't know. That's just the vibe that I got. Yeah. I think they only show like one part of the city in the end. Like when they pan up. Wasn't yeah. that just part of the was city, a... city center, right? Yeah. Yep. yeah. Mm-hmm. I think you could see Watson maybe in the, the, the distance. Let me just see. But that wasn't even the full city. Yeah, that end shot was... No. Damn. Oh boy. Yeah. I love the music too. The soundtrack is going to be such so amazing for this game. I've been digging a lot of the music so far. And um, I don't know. Like the last game that really got me again, I keep mentioning, but Red Dead really loved the music in that. And so far, I'm, I'm digging the soundtrack. It's so different, but it's just so. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I just really like so- it. So do you think they're going to they're going to ha- they're going to um, successfully do what they wanted to by creating essentially a new type of, of genre or at least a subgenre for uh, for more like cyberpunk style music that's actually like more hardcore in that way? Well, well they have different what music styles is, is cyberpunk. This is a, a dispute. Some people yeah. associate cyberpunk yeah. with synthwave. All the people associate cyberpunk with hip hop. All this mm-hmm. with punk. I mean, it's it's punk after all. It's it's punk with yeah, uh, yeah. whatever that is chrome rock. Mm. But yes, I believe I I'm looking forward to see. Uh, I I found that it was amazing that the song the the, the song that they released of uh, Hole Hole in the Sun, I believe it was called the song from an in-game band that to me sounded very corporate site and the producer uh the composer of the song was the producer of of britney spears what really yeah (laughs) (laughs) there's uh plenty more musicians than the people that uh, were announced in the um 
in the Game Awards a year ago. Mm-hmm. But still hyped that Run the Jewels isn't there. Also, in I believe it was the Japanese-Chinese presentation, there was uh, some uh, South American music, I believe it was... What was it? I mean, we hear Can it. it we even hear it in the gang's trailer. They, they show a variety of music as well with every, mm. with every like gang. Those had very... Yeah. But yes, they, there are a lot of styles in in Night City, so the music also needs to have different styles to reflect mm-hmm. all the different tastes of all the different people in Night City. Mm-hmm. How did yeah. we feel about all the TV stations? I thought that was... I like the cheesiness of it. Yeah. Like, we had that Jim Kramer knockoff, I guess. I know! Yes, I, yes. I, dude, I looked at that and I said, there's a cosplay a lot of people are going to be able to do. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I love that very little work involved in that, and it's gonna look amazing. I think it's scary how um, some of the commentary is very relevant to uh, the United States now, but um, just saying. Oh, it's it's always relevant. (laughs) I mean, the thing is, when Mike actually wrote that in 1989 Mm -hmm. and all of that, well, he couldn't even imagine that those things would happen. And now, when people talk about that, oh yeah, this well, this was written a long time ago. It's our fault that we went in that way. (laughs) Dude, dude, I saw the Babylon Bee write a um, a like a joke article that like six hours later became reality. It was parodied by uh, some other major things. It's, it's like it's gotten it's the, like story and fantasy and and um, you know concepts like this that are normally out. They're they're getting closer to reality every day. It's crazy. Yeah, absolutely, <clears throat> absolutely. The, the, everything. Well, that's why it's called sp- speculative fiction because you speculate about how things are going mm-hmm. to what things are going to become. Pretty on there. Pretty on there with a lot of the predictions. I mean, the man predicted the smartphone, so he's just the... <laughs> well, yeah, he's the first cyberpunk author that predicted smartphones. Yeah. <laughs> William Gibson didn't. And I always, to make the joke, I always talk about this scene of the Neuromancer. That, uh, well, William Gibson didn't really know what he was talking about when he adopted all this hacker's jargon of the of the 80s. And at one moment, he needs to talk to, with a person that is away... So he would need a cell phone. But instead of that, the character says, Quick, someone hand me a modem. (laughs) (laughs) He liked the word, but he didn't know what it meant. So yeah, he needed a modem to communicate with another person. Now, another thing that I really liked from both of these trailers was just how detailed the world looks. Like, I think some people really were concerned about things being so empty, but there's just so much, the garbage, the nastiest, the nastiness, the graffiti, dead bodies hanging around. Um, I believe we get one shot from within Watson that we saw in 2018. Again, it just looks like how it did back then, but obviously a lot better with uh, the shadows and the effects and whatnot. I just really appreciated how detailed everything looks. Mm-hmm. And there's just nothing that's comparable to this at all. Yeah, true. true. And that's why that's why when you were talking about graphics and also about certain things that Red Dead Redemption 2 did, like, for example, when um, you go to sleep and then you have this Oh, I think when it switches the chapters, you have this image of a deer or something. It, it goes yeah. a little bit into so... spirituality, you know? Yeah, exactly. And the music as well. And the music as well. It's, it's not classic Western music. It's more like that deep, 
spiritual western music in a sense mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. that's why those styles work so much that's why i'm so interested in learning about the music and having more details on that which is probably coming in the next night city wire because mm-hmm. music is so important to really getting people immersed into an experience and there's just many games that i don't feel like are able to nail it quite and uh it can take can take you out of the experience so i'm really interested in hearing more about that and um yeah yeah well, if one thing if one thing uh, Paul Leonard Morgan excels in is in creating music that is immersive, mm-hmm. is his specialty. Yep. So I am so hyped that he's on board. Mm-hmm. What 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 um he worked on Dread right? Dread yes. Twenty twelve. What 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 other what else did he work on? Lately, in the, in the genre, I don't remember anything else on the genre. His work on documentaries oh, mostly. Okay. Mm, okay, got you. Tales from the Loop, also. Mm-hmm. But he did, uh, Dread, I believe he's, he's only working the genre. And Cyberpunk 2077. Tales from the Loop, is that the... That's on Prime, right? Amazon Prime? Yep. Something like that? I th- okay, alright. I believe it's yeah, on Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't well, watch it, I don't well, know about it because he mentioned on Twitter. Mm. Yeah. But one thing, though, which got me really hyped is just how every district looks different. Like, jeez. Someone was mentioning Japantown and... Um, Japantown, yeah. Yeah. And all of that, the holograms, it's surreal. Because it's one thing to see it in a trailer, but it's another thing when you're walking around and you actually see, like, this huge hologram, like, above you. Mm-hmm. For me, that's that's immersion. When you look up and you see a huge skyscraper with, with no end, for me, that's that's immersion in a sense, and that's why I don't have a problem with first person in this game, just because of the scope of everything and how small we are compared to everything else. I guess with the look of the world and everything like that, I'm really interested to see how this will look like on regular consoles. That's one of the things I'm looking forward to seeing maybe in the next Night City Wires gameplay, because that was something that I believe it was Marcin Mamot, he teased on Twitter. He said that we're going to see some uh, gameplay probably from the Series X. So I'm really looking forward to seeing that because all this is probably high, high end PC. And yeah, I want to see how this runs. Maybe not even just on a Series X, but also just on a regular base Xbox One, PS4, which is what this is technically supposed to be made for. Um, mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I think even uh, Patrick K. Mills in that interview with Alana, he said that the elevators are actually not even loading screens. Yeah, they're they're not uh, oh God. hidden loading screens of any sort. So how how is that going to work on console? Like even That's... even something as simple as that, you know? I believe that at this point, I, I believe that at this point we should do a round of applause for the wizardry <laughs> for the, for, the for, yeah for the wizardry yeah. of the optimization please an applause mm-hmm. for the engineers and the project that and the amazing well, work they did true. look at the size of this game and the scope of it it's only 70 gigabytes that's just <laughs> i mean i know that they've been optimizing since what last year around this time uh, well they've been optimizing since the beginning, the beginning. Right? Uh, yeah. yeah but that was their focus has been on that primarily it seems like for a while now mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But um, yeah, 70 gigabytes just for this big of a game. I'm not sure what a day one update will look like, but I don't know. I'm pretty impressed with uh, mm-hmm. um, so far. It seems like what they've been able to achieve technically. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, this is one Call of Duty update. <laughs> just the weapon swap. <laughs> I mean, do all uh, consoles, the, the PlayStation 4 versions and Xbox versions have SSD or... 
do some have hard drives inside because i'm not sure because if it's a hard drive ooh. i'm pretty sure they're hard drives aren't they yeah i'm pretty SSDs sure they are, are hard drives. ssds are next gen okay mm -hmm. that's gonna be interesting i have big props to them for actually you know just wow that's why the that's wow. why people want to switch to next gen consoles and want us to move away because no offense to the xbox one and ps4 but they're they have trouble running a lot of uh games nowadays mm -hmm. like uh, even recent titles i've played like marvel's avengers that uh i have a ps4 pro and it's still mm -hmm. really struggled and um well, did even, you hear, even the minimum and the did recommended. Did you hear how many uh, bugs? Yeah, a thousand bugs. Yeah, a thousand yeah. bugs. Loading screens were horrible in that game. One minute loading screens for every little section of the game. Just honestly annoying. But that's partially because of the limitations that come with these consoles. Hmm. And um, that's why optimization is so important. Mm -hmm. And giving your developers time to do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's the big issue. I think a lot of people have been pointing this out. People complain about QA departments and whatnot, but it's not their fault. They do as much as they can with mm -hmm. the time that they have. It's just that sometimes they're forced to launch mm -hmm. the game and then people complain and it's really publisher, but it seems like CDPR has given a lot of extra time to uh, fix a lot of the issues that they've had. Yeah, and they've, they've they have outsourced that. help as well. Exactly. So if they didn't, I'd imagine it would be, we'd be waiting even longer. Mm -hmm. Potentially. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. why I think everybody's been for the last couple of months has been like, is this really coming out this year? This game is so <laughs> big. Is it even like an article from Forbes is like Paul Tassi yeah. was like, are we really this? No, it can't be ready. It just looks like so next gen. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think that's just like people. Everybody's so like this. It just can't be. But it is. Yeah, but it, it, I still remember during like one conference, uh, I think Adam Kaczynski said, um, we will never actually force our developers to pull out something just because of fiscal year or something like that, you know? So they give them time and I think that's necessary because of course, as everyone knows, like you can have the best game in the world, you can have the best uh, gameplay elements, but if the game is not optimized and you don't have enough frame rate and all of that, it completely ruins that experience. So For all the drama that's surrounded about surrounded this company with crunch and what it seems like things have gotten better. I I mean we haven't seen any media reports as of late talking about work conditions and everything, but it seems like developers have had a lot of extra time to um I guess take their time and get things done and not have to rush deadlines, but maybe that'll be something that's talked about a little bit more. But CDPR has definitely been more, uh, seems like more committed to, uh, I guess, changing their ways a little bit to ensuring that the developers get the, the necessary time that they need and also not having to work overboard to get things done. Even the way that they've adapted to the world crisis that's happened exactly. has been pretty spectacular. Kind of yep. smooth, to be honest. I expected, <laughs> I expected, oh my god, I expected that we're not like every marketing like plan that they had was gonna be completely scrapped in a sense, they couldn't adapt that fast. But that was that was fast because as soon as you know all of this thing started, I, I think we got a response that yeah, we already sent out the, the units and the thing is already working. They had so many plans for like. Well, and we kind of saw it like they they were doing these localized like bars and setups because that's yeah. really where you spend most of your time in the game is going to the bar and and um, you know working with the other or not working with but spending time with the other uh, mercs 
who are you know lining up to get themselves jobs and you're you're trying to get close to the fixers and that's really the 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 style that they were trying to pass along to all those early showcases and man i i know that they had some huge plans and i'm, I'm like uh i really hope they sit on them and use them for the multiplayer when that comes out just keep hmm. keep the multiplayer stuff around or keep all this stuff around for when you do the multiplayer game because i want to go to some of their bars and and well, I think that's been the even in just marketing inside the game, that's been their huge focus. It's been mm -hmm. on the El Coyote Coho Bar, the yep. the Afterlife, and then there's one the more that's intense. So well, the good thing is is that this is the start of an IP. Of if it works, <laughs> twenty seventy nine or whatever. I don't know. I have no idea. What would come next? That's why. That's why the Twitter account is called Cyberpunk Game, not Cyberpunk Twenty Seventy Seven. <laughs> because yes, this is the start. This is the start, and then we have apart from the expansions and apart from the multiplayer that it's supposed to, it's supposed to be a game as a service. So it's supposed to you know run for quite a long time, at least enough time to make a new Cyberpunk game. Oh, and the expansions in the middle of Cyberpunk Twenty Seventy Seven. Well, yeah, right now we know that CDPR's schedule is 2077 in November, and then probably in 2022 sometime, Cyberpunk Online, or whatever it's going to be called, we don't know. Uh, whatever it is, we don't know. And then after that, maybe The Witcher, and then then maybe Cyberpunk. It really, this is just too early to predict, but mm -hmm. I mean, seems like this is going to be core core franchise moving well, forward. Well, um, Adam, Adam Madovsky already said that they, uh, they, were, yeah. they were working on, on a new game of The Witcher. Yeah, mm -hmm. I think I think they do want to grow the studio so that they can split their their forces between Cyberpunk and Witcher. So whatever developer wants to work on what, whatever specific game, they're allowed to do so because they want to have that dual franchise model, right? And, well, they've been growing. Least, they've been yes, yeah, yeah, really growing. And there's probably other things that they even want to try to do down the road because I'm sure it's not just they don't want to just be this and that. Um, mm -hmm. Probably try some new things down the road. So we'll see. I don't know. Yeah. Company's growing though, big. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, going back, going back to uh, to what we saw on the wire. What was your highlights? You go first, Legacy. Your oh highlight gosh. of past wire. <laughs> the spotlight. I don't know. I've been going through a lot of my highlights. I just thought. I think overall, I, we talked about this maybe a few minutes ago, but just the overview of the world. And um, at the end of, I think it was the postcards trailer. Is it? Yeah. Just and then the song. I don't know what it is, but it just. I don't know, great vibes from how massive this world is and how fun it is going to be exploring it uh, vertically and horizontally. Mm -hmm. Last note, Mil? I'll let you. What was your highlight? Hmm, thinking about it right now, uh, I think, yeah, the first thing that comes to my mind is definitely that overview of the city, just because, you know, for the first time we actually just took the scope of everything. But I don't know, I think uh, out of everything, I, I liked that um, they went more into the gangs because, for example, when they talked about animals, they kind of went more into detail about them. So, you know, what people were going to be interacting with there, what kind of things we're going to be able to do with them, you know, like boxing match, etc., etc. So for me, that was kind of a highlight just to expand a little bit on all gangs, just to give us an overview. Mm -hmm. yeah. Saib? Uh, I didn't like it's all contingent on the story for me and I, I still have not yet decided which of the stories I'm going to start with and I really hope that I'm not going to start on one 
and then start on another one and then start on another one and then go back to another one and restart one of the other two because that's my favorite um because that's really gonna that, that's really affecting like what where my focus is right now it's like i was really interested to see more of the gangs and to hear more about it when they were talking about it because like i was originally hoping that we could kind of work more closely with some of the gangs but looks like that's definitely not like we get, we're going to be working closely with them but whenever you're working with one you're going to end up pissing off somebody else so that kind of perspective of like all right well how is that going to work how are we going to like like how is that going to affect the the long-term play and the world at large because i really 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 want certain gangs to you know to cozy up to some some of them and then to distance myself from some of the other ones so we'll we'll see how that interacts and i and i liked how they kind of covered that in the showcase talking about you know the their different reactions um like right away we can tell that the 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 mocks and the um and the tiger claws are going to be very very much against each other so that, that's that's going to be really interesting to see how that plays out neon I think for me, I, the verticality of the city and how it's kind of layered and thoughtfully layered, I, I really enjoyed that. City Center is definitely going to be my favorite district so far from what I've seen. Um, I also like the, the media personalities, kind of that, you know, cringy humor that you see on TV <laughs> and it's being displayed in full effect. So I, oh, I mean, yeah. I don't, I'm not sure if that's going to annoy me or I'm going to laugh at it, but I enjoyed seeing it all the same. So, yeah, those are my two. My my highlight has been to see the kitsch side of everything. Because so far we saw the gritty, we saw the stylish, but we didn't see the kitsch yet. And these mm -hmm. colors, especially in the media characters and uh, more people on the street that was dressed more kitsch, that is mm -hmm. like the funny and uh, sarcastic part of the universe. Mm-hmm. That they like, like in the jokes of the medias, that's, that's exactly the sense of humor. I've been talking about the sense of humor of cyberpunk for quite a long time because the, the humor that Mike Pondsmith develops in the games, that's fantastic, but so acid and so sarcastic that I, uh, I'm looking forward to see how is this translated in the game. And, uh, this kitsch humor that they used at the beginning of, of the trailer, I thought it was fantastic. And more colorful, yes, yes, I want to see colorful things and kitsch things and mm -hmm. different yeah, styles. Yeah, that threw me off guard a little bit. I was like, what, what, <laughs> what is this? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I wonder, like, because, you know, obviously we're going to be consuming this through, you know, the, the glasses they have, the, the, the stuff, probably. Or maybe just a normal TV. And that also goes to like the, the mini game. Because yeah, Witcher, you can only kind of play games for Middle Ages in a sense. But here, they have just so much more they can explore and, you know, create. In a sense, to have that mini game, but also to just, you know, make it different because of all the tech they have from the mm -hmm. universe itself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So what do we think about romances? Who the romance options are, if they've all been shown, supposedly? Well, all have been shown, but not all of them have been discussed. So far, only women have been discussed. And I'm a little, I'm a little, a little, uh, worried that, uh, as a, as a, as a person who is into men, I kind of feel like I don't have the same options. 
Because well, so far, well, everything that has been displayed like super sexy and stuff are all, all women. In fact, men men in Cyberpunk 2077 so are so unsexy that they, there's a lot of people who believe that the moxes are composed entirely by women. And yeah. I, 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 I made this comment on Twitter and Philip Weber said, no, but this, this guy, this guy, this like part of the trailer, he's a mox. Like, he doesn't look like. He's not dressing sexy as a mox. He, he's not wearing gun colors. But I'm not seeing sexy men on the screen. Where are they? Where are my sexy men? Well, I think it's a question. Joy, Joy Boys. From the well, it's a question of, too, like, what do they mean by all the main romances have been shown? Mm-hmm. Like, is it just like somebody glimpsed into the screen? Or is it like, I mean, for male characters, it seems like Jackie, maybe Takamura, uh, I don't know other than that. Ex- I really extra Deshaun. <laughs> Maybe I, I mean I can't think of all of them are being romance <laughs> options. Um, maybe uh, the Voodoo Boys, Placide. Maybe. Well, I hope. Well, so for male, <laughs> I hope for male care. I mean, for female characters, we know of obviously. Um, we know of Meredith, the the Militech uh, Corpo. There's Judy Alvarez, which doesn't seem like she's into men, though it seems she may be uh, just a lesbian only. But her orientation, uh, who else? Oh, well, people is talking about this Aldecaldo lady. Who's yeah, Aldecaldo lady. We have no no idea who she is, her name, but she's been shown a couple of times, and again, got a little bit of a focus in some of the recent gameplay. There was a like, new one with the uh, dancing with Jackie at the club. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it seems like there's going to be some side romances, too, we can have. Uh, like, main romances, though, I'm guessing. There's probably going to be, like, what, three male, three female, or maybe four, three to four. Doesn't mm-hmm. seem too many, though. Rui Pedro says, uh, do you have the guy in the bar, in the mox bar? You have the bouncer oh, in the afterlife, blah, blah, yeah. blah. None of the men are sexy. The men are hot, but they are not sexy. Not sexy like the moxes. <laughs> I want I want to make them my bitches. What, uh, not what's the, the same. difference? But okay, what's the difference? Stout. One's hot, one's Stout sexy, is hot. The Aldecaldo lady is oh, hot. Oh god. Ugh. The Aldecaldo lady is hot. And then the moxes are sexy. It's not the same concept. One is good looking, the other one is sexualized. I guess it's just really a question of who like it's so hard to say really, honestly, with that the answer is just very <laughs> they've, they've all been shown, but it's like this like this random character for the like I guess what I'm trying to say, like, even the gang, that footage with the gangs, maybe some of the characters that were in the pr- presented in the front of their logo or whatever, maybe those are important characters. Maybe that counts, I, I guess. Maybe the old grandma from the Tiger Claws. Exactly, oh, yeah. <laughs> Wakata, I want to get it on with Wakata, of course. Oh, I mean... <laughs> Milfgard, let's go. <laughs> so, I, little... I, I just got to say... For everybody who's arguing about what styles and all that kind of mods will fix it. Mods will. will fix everything. It'll Get be Mad great. Sexy man. Get her her sexy man. I want my sexy mm-hmm. man. I want not not only that. I mean, it's it's a um, a problem of communication on uh, on a marketing under a marketing perspective. If, for instance, everybody believes that the moxes are entirely composed by women, which is quite an extended opinion about the moxes, the way that they have been promoted. It looks like they're all women, which is not true. They are men, but they you cannot tell male moxes because they don't dress as sexy. They are not as sexualized as the female moxes. 
Well, we saw that Mox Ripper doc in one of the one of the trailers. True. Right. So that that's at least something. I mean, the main ones I can think of right now is Evelyn Parker for female, which female first, Evelyn Parker, Meredith, Judy Alvarez. Those are the three I can think of that immediately. And then the Nomad Girl, of course, for the Aldecados. And then for males, V, I mean, not V, uh, Jackie, um, Takamura. And then it's just really hard to say, really. Like, there's a lot of guessing. Like, can we romance Dexter? Can we romance the guy in the Mox's bar? Uh, Yorinobu, maybe we can romance him. It's... I don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, yeah, but uh, the only one that we know for sure is about Ken Reeves, because we won't be able to romance him. Yeah, Which I understand, true, true. because he's a real person, and he may feel uncomfortable, if that's the case. <laughs> I'm sure yeah. we'll address that. CDPR just talks to him, like, hey, uh, Keon, we need you to, you know, spark some... Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> there are male moxes dressed as strippers, though. That's the thing. The 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 the, the ones that the moxes that are supposed to be the joy boys, they are dressed. They are not dressed sexy. I want men. I mean, I, I'm seeing the woman is like, oh my god, they are so sexy. See, I see the men is like, there. I want skin. Night Queen, give me you skin. You just want Keanu Reeves, and anyone else will not do. Yeah, if but I know that he can't watching, be. If anybody from CDPR is watching, just confirm. Let us know that there is sexy man. That's what Mad Queen she needs to know. No, well, actually, uh, when I when I said that on Twitter, uh, Philip Weber answered and said, "Well, yes, this one, but he wasn't sexy." So it seems that uh, we have a different. When it comes to women sexy, we all we all understand what it means. But when it comes to men sexy, it seems like people forget what sexy means. Oh, well, I don't, Mad Queen. I don't know about that because I distinctly remember there being a song about uh, farmer tans being sexy to to some country girls, and I'm pretty sure that's <laughs> universally panned pretty much everywhere else. So. <laughs> No, yeah, but I'm expecting I'm expecting male characters to have the exact same trim treatment as as female characters because I I am perfectly I fine spending hours talking about romance options. At least we're not okay. talking about genital customization, which could be something that could go on for hours as well. Um, there was one more. There was one more in that gang's trailer, I believe, in Alcados. Was that? Yeah, it was uh, a male Alcados. Was really that glimpsed. Santiago, or was that someone who I got the, the long hair? hair? That was like, yeah, yeah. Is that sexy and sexy man enough? Maybe. I don't I think don't so. No, <laughs> why is it so difficult to understand? No, I want men that have the exact same sexualized treatment as the female moxes. Okay, I see what you. Okay, I got you. Maybe that's a deal. Like, I like the guy in the in the advertising in the uh, in the ad of the Mister Stud. Yeah, I was gonna say a lot of the ads are super. True. I saw. I saw true. Yeah. Two. Maybe if all oh, there'll be dollhouses, so uh that too. Maybe not main, but side. But yeah, I mean I mean uh, as as a player that is into men, I want the same options. Yeah. Because I'm you. supposed to have the same options. So if there is women that are sexualized, I also want the counterparts, the men to be sexualized. I also want to see skin. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know why this complaint seems to be so odd for so many people. Like, hello, I mean, uh, also it's it's low friendly. This is the dark future, and that the dark future capitalizes on everybody. I guess the best thing I can say about this is that we just again, it's another area where we there's been so much shown that it's hard to say what's 
is a main romance and what's not. Like, is this yeah. character that was shown for half a second, is he actually very, very important or is he not? Or is it is she really important? Is she really a romance? It's, it's just guessing. So hopefully, hopefully it turns out that there's equally as much... Um, romance options for male and female yeah well, I know, i'm not even talking about romance i'm talking about uh, th- uh beautiful things to look at well that's that's too even, that's what not, i mean that goes hand even, in hand not even not even romance if they are only good looking uh, maybe i don't even want to bother to romance them but i but i want to look at them and yes <laughs> this is something i mean all the sexy characters all the sexy women are constantly in our faces in our trailers and when talking about sexy men, it's like, have you stopped in this exact second? Maybe you can see someone in the background. Why? Put them in my face. Please. <laughs> I see what you mean. I got you. I understand now. You just think that the the male... <clears throat> I got you. I got you. Yeah. I mean, no, that makes this, sense. maybe they are in the game. Uh, it's just that they are not under a marketing the perspective. Marketing they don't want to show them. But show them. Yeah. Grow a dick well, and show them. I'm, I'm confused about Let's the try. marketing when they said that that four there's only four romances. I don't think this they made clearly it. must think... mean like 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 that was more of a guess. I just threw out they didn't, yeah, they didn't put a number on it. That was just me guessing. Well, guessing no, somebody on... no, somebody had had was using a quote yesterday, and we were trying to track it down. And I was I like, never, I'm pretty sure that's a misquote being... because they can't yeah. be just four. Because that's that would be really, really. I mean, that's like one person for every like, you know, thing. Basically, I think people are just guessing based on what's been shown. Like, hey, mm. we got these. Four, uh, I guess maybe guessing on. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I that really. It definitely seems like there's more than four. And did it? And did it? Like clearly, the one night stand things that V goes through are also not counted as like you know. Yeah, main romance stuff. Because <laughs> that would be that would be kind of silly. Like I, you know, it's really impactful when you have like this end scene near the end of the game where where you know you're you're hunting down the boss and you finally get to his room and. And suddenly he pulls you like you know your significant other or the the romance companion you've been settling up to for the whole game up and he's got a gun to their head and he's screaming at you and and it's like and oh you have to make this horrible choice but it gets really awkward when that happens but he pulls out like one of the one night stands and you're like who who is that and then the person's like you don't remember and like, uh J- 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 Jenny <laughs> Jessica. <laughs> Oh, uh, right. Yes, let let her go. You, you mean man, you. Well, besides uh, romance stuff, I did. There was one other cool thing. I think some of you noticed this. We got to see our, our, probably the death screen animation. Mm-hmm. Uh, fatal brain damage. I don't know if this like changes depending on how we die, but I thought that was pretty cool. It was mm-hmm. briefly shown. It said we were flatlined. So that was another detail that was in one of these trailers that I thought was very interesting. Yeah, I think I think for the the way that you die, if they had that customized for for the way that you went out, that would be pretty cool. It's a, a, something small, but yeah, it just basically adds to the world. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Spudgeon, that's the last things you've seen. Like disconnected, <laughs> 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 and you're gone. 
But yeah, but I still like that the, the, they said basically if you fail a mission, you just live with it. Like, it adds mm -hmm. a whole... I mean, obviously people are gonna find a way to like undo that through saves. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I don't know, I think that's cool because it, it makes you extra careful around like what decisions you will make. Mm -hmm. Because you don't know what's gonna happen actually. Like you don't know if it's gonna be a good decision and since the game continues, you have to think, I guess. Yeah. And I know there's people out there that are gonna try to trace every single path of this game. I wonder how long that's gonna take. How many years is that gonna take? Is it ever gonna happen? Because the developers don't know everything about the some of the things that are happening in the world. So how how <laughs> how will that possibly even work? <laughs> well, one other uh, thing I noticed from the trailer, the postcards one, was there's a focus. It seems like the mayor race is going to be something that's maybe some story content that we go through, a side quest. It seems like that's something that's starting to be hyped up a little bit. The what race, sorry? Uh, the mayor race. The, like We see advertisements all around like on that website, nightcity.love. You can see a bunch of uh, different mayors that have... I don't know if that's oh, something we can oh, influence oh, in the game. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, and then in one shot, we can see like the mayor. I think it's the mayor or somebody standing in front of uh, Night City City Hall or something with a mm -hmm. bunch of people. I don't know. Yeah. It just seems like, uh, yeah. yeah, it seems like something with that. The politics, the real politics of this uh, city, is going to be something that maybe we have an influence in or or not. I just thought we, we rigged the elections. <laughs> well, you know, that what wouldn't else? be too. Uh, <laughs> Isn't the U.S. election like a week before? The top oh, of two weeks. Oh, let's let's not even get into that. Yet um, another Jesus. yet another correlation. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. That headache of a mess. And then we'll then we'll finally get immersed into the world of cyberpunk, which uh, you know, has its own mm -hmm. headache of a mess of uh, uh politics. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Although that's more fun, you know, experiencing everything falling apart, other than uh, you know, the real world. <laughs> We also had the the platinum trophies that were oh yeah on Twitter. There's 44, including 45. 44. Yeah, 45, 45 in total. Yeah, you yeah, were about yeah. to say that. I interrupted you. My bad. No worries. Um, I saw some people disappointed by the fact that we didn't have more gold trophies uh, because there's only one. There's one gold. There's one platinum, and that the platinum has to be called. You're breathtaking, right? It it has to be. <laughs> they've, they've hinted at it heavily. That's so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it makes sense. Think, like the main quest is a little bit shorter than The Witcher, so uh, yeah, have forty-five. What did The Witcher launch with fifty or something like that? So I mean, it's a, in the same ballpark. People are getting worried over kind of nothing, right? No, and if it's the same as The Witcher, we're gonna have the first expansion in like I don't know May June twenty twenty one. Yeah, it'll be about six months probably. Yeah, same as, as it was with Hearts of Stone, because it was a smaller expansion in, in a sense. Meanwhile, to be fair, though, to be fair, though, this is assuming it's going to be the exact same path because they have said that there's going to be more DLC. What does that mean? Does that mean more free DLC or does that mean more? Uh, it's unclear, but we do know probably after the first after the game releases every week, there'll probably be like a little bit of free DLC for the for a couple of months. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then the main story beat stuff will come probably in the middle of next year. Mm -hmm. I wonder how likely a new region would be for an expansion like they did with Blood and Wine. I, because, I mean, obviously with the city. Well, that's another thing that was actually teased at in this new uh, gameplay. We saw, I think, the end of the world or the end of the, like, you see a bridge and then you see it, like, cut off. Some people speculated that's the 
that's where the world gets cut off. Mm. Um, I don't know which trailer it is in, but I think it may be in one of the gang trailers, like in one of the Aldecados or Nomads. I'd have to look for it, but I saw some people speculating that that could be, um, mm-hmm. yeah, the end of the world where things get cut off and you can't because there's like a big canyon in between that separates the two sides so but where would we go that's from like lower perspective well that's what i meant i just meant by that's like the end of the like that's maybe things get opened up later on in an expansion Mm -hmm. i don't know it it really it's really maybe like a new segment of the badlands but then again it's like what, what could you possibly add that would be like on par with this something that a city gives you you know well let's get this then this gets into the question of what is going to be the focus for post-launch expansions is it going to be furthering into the badlands are we going to be going to a different city is there Mm -hmm. something on one of the lunar colonies that we go through or just gangs Mm -hmm, sure yeah i mean crystal palace would be such a i mean it's it would be too crazy it's still lore um, yeah, I, I think it would be fresh. I think it would be exactly. Yeah, yeah, not for the first, but I don't know. Is there mm-hmm. anything interesting around Night City in a sense that is like important for twenty seventy seven? Also, like more... for those, yeah, for those curious of what I was talking about, it's at the four seventeen mark of the Gangs of Night City trailer. It's just like the the bridge gets cut off, and you can see a giant canyon separating. Four nineteen. Uh, four seventeen. In, in what you said, 417 in, in the gangs? The gangs. The gangs of Night City trailer. It's just like that maybe the separation where the world ends, at least for now, unless this is something that's going to be furthering. Maybe we see more nomad gangs in the future, Raff and Shiv. Uh, I don't know. Hmm. Well, the Raff are already in the game. Race. Well, I mean, if they further that more, like with other. Um... I feel like an easy expansion topic would be the net. Like, well, uh, yes. Pre, sure. pre, <clears throat> even pre 2020 or whatever. Mm-hmm. They have a lot of options there. True, mm-hmm. true, true. It also kind of, de- it really does depend on how much of that, how much of the net experience we're getting in 77 and, and in the main story could be that a good chunk of it takes place there. Mm-hmm. We just don't know but- right now. Well, we, we've been here for almost 100 minutes. Damn. So, <laughs> Good one. any final thoughts? Because we're going to, if you don't, uh, we're going to wrap it up, wrap it up in here. Final thoughts? Can you want to skip to November? <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait for the next Night City Wire. Let's let's enjoy the marketing on un- un- unraveling. Yeah, that was the one thing that was revealed in that financial conference is that marketing seems like things are really going to be escalating starting next month. So. Mm-hmm. Maybe that means more previews. Don't know what that exactly means, but it seems like we're going to get even more uh, gameplay and better look at what Cyberpunk 2077 will offer come November 19th. For sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How am I going to... How am I, It's going to be so hard to squeeze this in with all of the other stuff that's going on in the next month and a half. Oh my goodness. I know. We got next-gen consoles and so many other games coming. Wow, 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 wow. Hyrule Warrior... <laughs> Baldur's Gate 3 is coming out in, the, I mean, less than a week now. Or, sorry, no, uh, uh, 10, um, 13 days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, beginning of November is absolutely jam-packed. Yeah, Assassin's like, Creed got the heck away oh, from Cyberpunk. 
11 days. 11 days. Sorry, yes, in the chat. 11 days. Good <laughs> lord. So, you're working on something special for next week? Let's start for the beginning of the of the uh, voice chat. Last known meal? Uh, well, I'll have a news video tomorrow going further into detail about the Q&A and everything that was after Night's T-Wire. And then uh, on Tuesday, I will have the analysis of the second trailer and we'll see what goes on from there. I have to get some lore videos out. Legacy? Uh, yeah, I have some stuff coming. I'm not sure when exactly because I, I really don't have a good schedule with content, but I have some cyberpunk com content coming probably this week, maybe even tomorrow. We'll have to see, but lots of uh, content to come. There's just so much to discuss. Uh, Sype? So Ash discovered where baby fall guys come from. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's quite an interesting discovery he made. Um, it's, uh, it's 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 very yeah i was shocked i was shocked so if you're into fall guys and you want to know where baby fall guys come from <laughs> i'm just gonna throw it in the the chat here uh you check that out and he's got some more stuff coming uh of it oh i'm not i'm not approved to uh send those messages sorry <coughs> uh i'm i'm not on my uh, regular account there mad queen I don't know if you can see that or not, but uh, yeah, no, he discovered where Baby Fall Guys came from, and that, that, that's great. And he's got some more stuff coming uh, out with that. So check that out. And then um, yeah, we've got we're gonna be having some we're gonna be going deep into Baldur's Gate three when it comes out here. Um, and it's, it's this is another one of the titles where I think like these are the, it's these two games that are really gonna be pushing where RPGs go in the future, like. There's so much choice in in the first act of this game. It's going to be crazy. So, <clears throat> Neon. Um, for me, I'm going to have my both my analysis videos out probably next week. Um, so I think that's going to be the focus of my next week. Those two videos should be good. Well, I just I just finished recording a voice that is more than one hour long. Holy. So, what? well, I believe that next video is going to be a little long. A little. <laughs> Are you allowed to say why you can't do your talking head videos? Or is that a... Oh, no, it's a, uh, the, um, the thing that I use to display that sex is broken. Oh. Shit. So I need, to, I need to buy a new one. Yeah. Or I need Was to wait until it works. Uh, sorry? Was the bigger one or the one you put like on a phone or or lens or something like that? Uh, the tablet. I use a tablet, and my tablet died. Oh, uh, yeah. There's a really neat thing you can get from Amazon or eBay where you just put it on like the the the, the lens of the camera, and like you can scroll up by your phone or something. It even continues on its own, so it's really neat. But depends, like, yeah. Well, I'll just buy a second-hand tablet because I only use it for that. So or that. <laughs> I only use it for... That's the only use that I give to a tablet, because whatever mm. else I do it in the computer or the phone. Mm. But yeah, it means that no no videos on camera for now, until I can solve it. Mm. Next video will be about where is sexy males in game... No, I'm sorry, one hour, I cannot talk about that for one hour. Sure there are other things, though, Come that on. I can... We, we did, we <laughs> went on for a while, we... You know, 
That was the topic, probably the main topic of this. <laughs> well, okay, okay. If you insist, I'll do a video about it, but not, not on camera because I can't. <laughs> well, I think we're going to wrap it up in here. Uh, Legacy, thank you very much for joining. It was fun talking about everything cyberpunk. And thanks, last known meals, Obsidian and Neonar Kate. As usual, who's hosting next next week? Uh, Should be Neo. Yeah, he's last known. I was two weeks ago on my last one. I think so, I was last. Wasn't I last week? Nope. Was, no. Nope. <laughs> Jesus, where does the time go? <laughs> what is even time? Okay, I guess it's well. Me. That's a good thing. That means that the release will be just like right that's around the true. corner. <laughs> Sixty days, guys. Sixty days. This year has flown yeah. by. <laughs> well, I believe I believe that Neon, but just follow on Twitter to make sure that you learn yeah. when and where is the next the next episode of the podcast. Apparently, it's going to be on the Neon Arcade. Not sure. <laughs> uh, be updated. Yeah, we will let you know. Thank you very very much for joining, and uh, see you on next videos. Bye. See you guys. Bye. Later. See you.